welcome to this week's sermon from C3 Church Narara. We hope you enjoy this message from Pastor Ruth Browning. For more information or to contact us, visit c3church.narara.net. All right, let's look at Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 11. We desire that each one of you show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope until the end, that you do not become sluggish, but imitate those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. We've been speaking about faith, so we need to talk about faith's twin brother, Patience or sister, we don't mind. Faith and patience inherit the promise. We need both. We really need both. Both are important. And notice there it says that we don't want you to be sluggish. We, I, I love that word, sluggish. It's such, such a word, isn't it? Like we've all, have you ever picked up a slug? They're, they're sluggish. They're slow and they're not very attractive and they're sluggish. And we don't want to be sluggish. I don't want to be slugger. None of you are like slugs. We want to be eagles or lions or something wonderful, not slugs. So let's not be sluggish. Let's inherit the promises. But we have something to do with that. We need faith and we need patience. Patience. Some things are going to take time. And inheritance takes time, generally. And inheritance, if it comes early, it's it can actually be a bad thing. It means somebody may have died that we love. And so we don't want that. We don't want an unnatural inheritance. We want an inheritance to come just the right time. And with patience, we'll get that inheritance at just the right time. I had, a, um, I had some friends who had a great aunt who uh, was diagnosed with a disease. She was very sick and they said, you're not going to live long. You, you, you're going to die. But she was in her 80s, I think certainly late 70s but maybe 80s and she was sort of like oh oh well I was gonna die anyway soon so she didn't didn't phase her at all she was like well I know you never told me anything new so because she had no fear and because she was just enjoying life death couldn't get her she was just happy and so she just sort of didn't die she was also a Christian of course so she wasn't frightened of death she was quite fine and quite ready to go and just waiting on the timing. But she promised to them that she would give them an inheritance. When she died, she says, I'm going to leave my house in Sydney to you. So on the one hand, they were sort of looking forward to their inheritance, but they didn't want her to die. But she just didn't want to die either. So she lived for quite some time and they had to wait, obviously, patiently. And that's fine because they didn't, they didn't want things out of order. And when the time came, yes, she died and she left them their house. So they were very blessed. And we're all very blessed when we get inheritances. What a fantastic thing. So let's make sure that we inherit the promises that God has given to us. Promises of a great life, promises of blessing. We're going to have to exercise our faith, not be lazy. We're going to have to work at it and also our patience. So faith is persisting when you don't feel like it. Faith and means Faith and patience means that we keep going. We keep believing. We, we hear something that God is going to do. God's going to heal me. God's going to bless my finances. We go, great. I'll put the tithe in this week, next week, the week after. All right, where's my blessing? Well, it might take a bit longer than that. Faith is believing. Faith is sowing. It takes a while sometimes to grow an oak tree. But faith keeps believing, 
and believing and believing and believing and waiting for his timing without weariness or a disabled longing. Like, when is it going to happen, God? It's okay. We have patience. We trust that God will bring the answer at the right time. We need to trust God's timing. Trust his timing. That's part of faith. Faith and patience inherit the promise. And we trust God's timing, point two, because God is good. Everybody say it at home. God is good. Yes, all the time. All the time. God is good. He's always good. Never, ever, ever entertain even a question about his goodness. Someone asked me about the Old Testament the other day. They said, I don't get the Old Testament. It's, uh, there's a lot of really heavy stuff. Like, what, what's your take on all that sort of kill this person and do this and get rid of these ones? And I just said, well, there's explanations for all of that. But we start with the premise that God is good. God is always good. So if you are believing God for something in your financial world or in your health world or in your relational world and it's not happening in the timing that you want, don't give up. Don't sort of go, well, it hasn't happened. Say this, it hasn't happened yet, 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 yet. Because God is good. Listen to this fantastic scripture, Psalm 27 and verse 13. I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I love that verse. The goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. So it's not just, oh, well, we'll suffer on earth and in heaven we'll get a good time. God's promised to show us his goodness right here on earth. So he will answer our prayers. We saw that with Martin and Joe. They had a, a really a great attitude in this, in this giving that they, they gave, but they gave in faith. Now, in their instance, they didn't have a very strong sense of exactly how things were going to turn out, but they just trusted God. They're sort of like, well, we, we just trust God. Are we giving? Are we loaning? We, we, you know, we trust God that we're going to get blessed through this. And, and they held the results lightly. Yes, they had faith. And yes, they knew that God was good, but how that goodness was going to work, how that blessing was going to come through there, they held it very, very lightly. They have strong faith for finances, these two, and they're, they're really they're good givers. And that's some people might say, oh well, you know, of course they give a lot because you know they've got a good. Martin's got a great job. Joe's got a good job. They've they've got great jobs. It's easy for them to give. But what comes first, the generosity, or the great jobs? The great job, you know what I mean? Like. I know a lot of people were generous even as children and, they, and their, their lives are full of blessing. They're sowing and sowing and God is, is giving them that blessing. So they, had, uh, uh, they held the results lightly and there was a long period of time before that money was paid back, years. So they just trusted God's perfect timing and it was perfect timing, perfect timing for our church. Praise God. God was obviously thinking, oh, I'll wait till we need this roof put up. So praise God, it worked out so well. God has great timing and we trust in his timing. And also when it comes to faith and patience, we trust in his wise. Some things, some things we, we, just, it's, we don't quite understand. We have faith and we're believing and we're waiting. But why? Why are we waiting so long? Why, why isn't it happening like this? Why isn't it happening now? We just have to trust God. There is definitely mystery in this Christian world. We do not have all the answers. 
there will be some answers that we only find out in heaven. And I like that term, we don't hijack God. God is God. God decides, I'm going to give this to you at this point. Let him be God. Don't demand, you know, I want this now or I need this now because he's God and he knows things better than we do. Just as any parent knows there's a, the right time to be giving your children certain gifts and certain things. There's a sense of timing there and God is good. He's a good parent and he gives things to us at the right time. So faith and patience inherit the promise. I would have lost heart, but I had faith. So that's interesting. There's a good reason why we need to have faith. The Bible says, unless I had believed, unless I had faith, I would have lost heart. And aren't we seeing that all through the world today? People just lost heart, people losing courage, people depressed and discouraged because they don't have faith. They don't have faith in anything. But we have faith in God, so we don't lose heart. We are full of courage. Praise God. Frank Damasio tells a great story, a great, has a great testimony actually, uh, of he and his wife trying to have children. And they tried and tried and they prayed and prayed. Frank Damasio is a great man of God in the United States. He's written some great books. He runs a great church. He's just a beautiful man of God. So you would think that he would have children. But they tried and tried and nothing was happening. They knew God was good. They had faith. But wasn't happening the way they wanted. So they decided to adopt. And they went about to do that and they organized an adoption. So that's a situation where they didn't hijack God. They didn't demand it has to be just like this. They thought, well, we know God wants to bless us. We have this desire to raise children. So sometimes you just got to say, well, God, is this, are you saying something? Maybe it's a bit different. So they went to adopt and they had a child organized and the child was coming up I'm not sure where from the child was coming from, but they went to meet the child. And just before they did, they were told that the child had actually died. So they were just distraught. They feel like, gosh, you know, we can't even adopt. But they kept moving forward and trusting God. And finally, they were able to adopt two beautiful children. And they were very blessed. And they had been praying for everyone. Everyone had been praying for them to have children. So they were blessed to have their two beautiful children. And then one day... She got pregnant. So they were like, wow, that was just this miracle child. And it wasn't what they were expecting, but they had. So then they had another child and that was their own child. Then he said, um, they had another one. <laughs> so then he said, I better get everyone who's praying. Everyone praying for the Damasios to have children. You can stop now. We've got, they had four. So they were thoroughly blessed. And he, you know, why? Why did God do it that way? You know, he. I guess now he probably can see in his own family, his precious adopted children, his precious natural children. That's just the way God did it for them. And he had a lot of whys along the way, but he, you know, being a man of God, he just gave it to God. And one of the things that he said that he took very personally was actually the issue of abortion. He said, I, I, every time I even heard the word, I would feel anger. Here we were suffering. We would have done anything to have a child and people were aborting them every day all around us. He said it was so heartbreaking, so unfair. We couldn't understand it. The par- he says this, the paradox was sometimes overwhelming. Overwhelming to, oh, when you desperately want something and there's a lot of mysteries in this world. There's a lot of paradox. We are perplexed, but we don't despair. We don't despair. And God's timing it. I understand that there are some things that take so long. It's like, God, I don't understand what, you know, what, why? Why am I waiting so long? Why are these people behaving so badly? 
and yet getting what I desire. Who can understand these things? I, I don't understand them and I, I, don't, I don't even pretend to have the answers. But this I know, God is good. God is good. And that verse says, I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. So we don't understand why, but we, we carry on. Number three, Ephesians six thirteen. Therefore, take up the whole armour of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Having done all to stand. We need to keep standing while we're waiting for our answers to come. Keep standing while we're waiting on God. James says this, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. James 1.2 Now, did you get onto that? Let patience have its work, so that you may be perfect and complete. Isn't that interesting? So sometimes the timing... We don't know why we're waiting, but sometimes it's quite clear here that patience is doing a work in our hearts that's helping us to be the beautiful, amazing, anointed, perfect Christians that we're meant to be. There's something that is working in our heart with patience. Let patience work on you. It's just this stretching. It's believing that God is good and still believing he's good. There's a work that goes on in our hearts. It's really important. Church. Let him have this work in you. Don't give up. Don't back away from faith. Keep believing. If you have to believe for 40 years for something, do so. Just keep, just hold on. I've, I've recently seen an answer for something I've been praying for for 40 years. And it thrills me to think about it. We keep believing. And it's a great thing. It says they're having done all in Ephesians, having done all stand. It doesn't hurt sometimes to ask that question. And perhaps that's why we're waiting. Have I done all? Maybe I'm not getting my answer straight away. When Maddie went up to the front of the church and I prayed for her, actually the healing didn't happen right there and then. She had to go back home and get into the scriptures and get into praise and worship and keep fighting, having done all. She had to do all that she could do. And sometimes God is asking us to to check ourselves. Have I done everything here? Am I in the right position to receive from God? I'm not talking about a personal witch hunt, okay? We don't start slaying ourselves and and being tough on ourselves. But at the same time, it's not a bad thing. A bad thing to do to just open your heart to God. Bill Johnson, I heard him say the other day, he reads the word all the time. He says to God, God, your word is a sword. Cut me deep. (laughs) I love that. Your word is a sword. Cut me deep. If there's something I need to know, have I done it all here? If not, show me in the word. I'm reading it every day. We should be. Cut me. Cut me deep with your word. I'm, I'm, I'm up for it. I want it. What about your people? What about your people? Let a righteous man strike me. It is a kindness. Psalm 141.5. Hit me. Cut me. Hit me. Come on. I want to get better. I don't want to miss out because there's some stupid thing going on in my world and I'm not prepared to read about it in your word or hear about it from your people. Someone asked me the other day. They said, what more can I do to get my healing, Ruth? What more can I do? 
What a great question. That takes us back to what I preached about the other week, submission. What a great question. Just open yourself up. Am I doing something wrong here? And in this instance, honestly, that scripture came to my heart, having done all stand. And I said, I think you're doing everything. I think you're doing everything right. Just keep standing. There's safety in having people around us to be able to say that. But maybe we're missing something, in which case it's still safe and wonderful if someone says, well, why don't you try this? So praise God. Having done all, stand. So it's okay to trust that perhaps God's timing, perhaps that patience is working something in us. Perhaps we're learning something. Let's be open to that. Let's see that as part of the whole process of faith. God isn't just interested in giving us that thing that we want, those finances or those, that healing or any of that. He's interested in us becoming like Jesus. Becoming like Jesus. That's the goal, to bring glory to him. So sometimes we're going through these difficult, strange faith tests and we're waiting and waiting because he's changing us. And that's always good. Praise God. Psalm 27 verse 14. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage and he will strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Wait. It's coming It's coming. Don't give up. Whatever you're believing for, faith and patience inherit the promise. Wait. Be of good courage and he will strengthen your heart. There it is again. Patience is connected to our heart. There's a work of patience that that works in our heart. Praise God. Allow endurance to work into your soul, into our hearts. Patience gives us a strong heart. It helps us to be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. So praise God, faith and patience inherit the promise. We hope you've enjoyed this week's sermon. For more information or to contact us, visit c3church.narara.net.